Okay, we're talking today with, with Kimberly Reed, the CDFLI fund. Um, first question is, I noticed that you, you recently spoke at the CDFLI Coalition's Institute and also will be attending the National Federation of Community Development Credit Unions Conference in New Orleans in the summer. Um, and we, of course, appreciate very much that you're so willing to come and, and meet with us and to speak to our, our group here today, too. Uh, as you've traveled a, a, around to some of these different conferences and to perhaps visit with some of your, your um, re- recipients of dollars from your program, have any of them been micro-enterprise groups? What's kind of stood out, I guess, from some of your initial contacts with, with some of your visits? And also if you have any comments just about some of the um, events that you've spoken at. Thank you very much for that question. Uh, I'm the new director of the CDFI Fund, which is part of the Treasury Department, and I started my job on February 1st. And I was pleased that my very first event as director was attending the AEO uh, Capitol Hill Reception that very evening. And uh, I've uh, met a lot of the members of AEO and had a wonderful time getting to uh, learn about uh, your organization and the things that are important to it. And I know that uh, micro-enterprise uh, uh, loans are very important to help uh, uh, increase uh, uh, development in a lot of markets where uh, traditional financing is not typically available. And so I'm pleased that the CDFI fund uh, can make that uh, be available. Uh, since I've only been on the job now about three months, I'm just starting my outreach, um, but I think I'm doing a great job. I've uh, uh, done several speeches and uh, a lot of meetings with a lot of stakeholders uh, including with you, and uh, I'm here today at your your meeting, and I look forward to making remarks uh, in a few minutes. And uh, um, I'm doing a lot of congressional outreach. I think it's important to teach uh, members of Congress and their staff what uh, the CDFI fund is and how uh, constituents back in their districts and their states can apply for our money on an annual basis to help uh, do microenterprise work. So I'm a big fan of that. And uh, I visited one uh, CDFI so far, and it was a healthcare center in New York City. And uh, I've not been to a microenterprise example yet, and I look forward to having you uh, uh, take me to see one. Um, I'm familiar with uh, with uh, several that do receive our dollars, however. One is Axion uh, New Mexico, and uh, they do a lot of great work from what I understand. Stand, and uh, they, they're helping to deliver credit to a lot of a uh, lot of folks that needed to do uh, micro uh, enterprise development. I also know that there's a great example I'm going to be mentioning in my remarks here today: the Lower East Side uh, Federal Credit Union, and that's in New York City, and they've received $100,000 from the CDFI fund to help. Uh, put in new computers and technology and uh, uh, also uh, items to help make available ATMs and whatnot for predominantly Spanish-speaking uh, uh, constituency on the Lower East Side of uh, New York City. And uh, on June 7th, I'm going to be down in New, York, new Orleans. Uh, CDFI Fund has an advisory board, and their job is to advise me, the director, on how the fund is operating. And normally that meeting is in Washington every year. And one of my ideas coming on as director is that we really need to get out and see what's actually going on out in the field. And so uh, of this board, there are six government officials 
and uh, ranging from an undersecretary at uh, the Agriculture Department to an assistant secretary at HUD, someone from SBA, the Interior Department, um, and uh, also nine private sector members. So we will be down in New Orleans, and uh, I'm planning to do a bus trip where we're going to go visit some CDFIs. So I look forward to doing that. And then, as you mentioned, while I'm also down there, I'm going to be speaking um, to uh, some low-income uh, credit union members as well. Great. Sounds like you're getting out quite a, quite a lot on, on this. That's very good. Um, is there any other early impressions of, of your your job that you want to share with us? You've only been in, as you mentioned, since the beginning of February. It's just been a, a, a few short months. Uh, this will be a little bit of a whirlwind, but any other thoughts you'd like to share? Well, I worked uh, directly for uh, the Treasury Secretary of the United States right in his front office for almost three years, first for uh, Treasury Secretary John Snow, and then most recently Treasury Secretary Hank Paulson. And uh, when I was working in office, I became familiar with the CDFI fund. And when uh, the opportunity came and I was asked to uh, consider being director of the CDFI fund, it was an immediate absolutely because uh, I'm from rural West Virginia. I understand the importance of, uh, of dollars uh, like the CDFI fund provide and the impact that it can make. And uh, the evidence is overwhelming. Uh, and uh, so what I've enjoyed uh, most since starting my job is, first of all, the staff that, uh, that I serve and that uh, serve all of you because you are our um, stakeholders in our constituency. But I love the CDFI Fund staff. I think they're tremendous and they do a wonderful job at processing all of our applications and uh, making sure we have a great program. But then also getting out in the field and uh, meeting everyone and seeing the examples of the good work and being able to share uh, that story back in Washington uh, to Secretary Paulson. Also, uh, I testified uh, before Congress and uh, was pleased to share some wonderful uh, stories uh, to the House uh, Appropriations uh, Financial Services Subcommittee, which is chaired by Jose Serrano of the Bronx, and, uh, and uh, showing firsthand how effective uh, the CDFI fund is and what is helpful to me and doing a good job for being an advocate for this program are the statistics and the great numbers uh, that you report back into us on an annual basis and also your stories. But I like to hear how many jobs are created from, from the monies you receive. I'd like to hear how many bank accounts have been opened. Um, I like to hear all the good statistics. That helps me uh, do a good job for all of you. And I'm pleased that thus far since the CDFI fund has been operating, uh, we've handed out $820 million dollars. Um, on the CDFI program side and $12.1 billion in New Markets tax credits. And I look forward to uh, making those announcements as director uh, in uh, the very near future. I've asked that the Native American uh, Initiatives Awards be broken out separately from our CDFI program awards. Usually they're all announced at the same time. I want to announce them first and out in the field. So I'm hoping that that can be done um, the summer, uh, and then following that, the CDFI program awards, and then in the fall, uh, our New Markets Tax Credit Program awards. Again, I know you've been in just a, just a very short time, but are there any ideas that have come to mind to date on things you might like to change or do a little differently? You just actually mentioned one about breaking out the, the Native American um, list from the, from the broader list. Is there anything else you might like to mention at this point? 
I'm still reviewing uh, everything that uh, that occurs at the fund and how I can really make a difference to take it to the next level. But one thing that I mentioned before that I think is a big priority is uh, data availability. And not only getting the statistics uh, from all the awardees, but also making that data available to the public. So I'm going to be working hard to uh, try and, uh, and uh, make that available through our website. We have some wonderful uh, technology, some mapping systems. And and along with the mapping systems, I'm also interested in doing a big study of where CDFIs are currently uh, not in place, but it's an area that is underserved and would qualify. And uh, seeing how we can do more outreach um, to most likely a rural America, but I'm, I'm going to be looking at this analysis so that we can increase um, our applicants um, and uh, and be able to help plant seeds. And hopefully your uh, your members who are here today will be inspired by uh, my remarks in a few minutes and, and decide to apply. But I want to really see coverage increase. Uh, getting at that goal um, to apply for our program, uh, you need to be certified by the CDFI fund. And um, and uh, there's one category where you do not need to be certified, but but for our general financial assistance awards, you need to be certified. And uh, the first step to getting uh, more applicants and uh, and uh, more uh, good folks uh, certified, I ask that that be opened up on a year-round basis, that certification process. And so I'm hopeful that on July 1st, I've charged my staff with making certification available year-round. So hopefully that will that will uh, make this. Uh, possible. I'm also very committed to uh, financial literacy. I think that's very important. Our CDFIs deliver financial literacy uh, um, shop workshops and uh, products and information to uh, to their customers, but I really want to uh, uh, shine a focus on that. Most recently, uh, six CDFI fund staff went out in the field uh, in April and participated in the American Bankers Association Teach Children to Save Day. So we went into classrooms where we taught students the importance of saving uh, and featured in newspapers. And that then encourages those stories, uh, encourage parents to then have that dialogue with their children um, because 10 hours of financial education with a child will just set that child on a great path for their whole life. And so that's really important. And so that's going to be one of my other big initiatives. Okay, thank you. Uh the CDFI fund is, is one of our four top policy priorities for the year and has been for the last several years at least. Uh, the work of the fund is very important to our, our field as a whole, uh, speaking specifically of microenterprise groups here at, at the moment, but also to the broader kind of community development field, the credit unions and loan funds and other things. Uh, is there anything that AEO or other groups that are out there can can provide you with and we have information or anything else that we can do to, to make the work of the CDFI fund easier or, or better in some way. I think you're doing a great job with that and uh, I'll be calling on you I'm sure during my tenure as director for information but as I mentioned before the most helpful thing uh, that we can get is, uh, is the data and uh, hearing what's working in the success stories. So uh, we have a space on our website where you can provide that uh, to us. And our website is www.cdfifund.gov. 
And so look on our website and, uh, and send in all your great stories and information. Um, also, um, how you can be helpful to me is uh, letting me know what's going on out there uh, personally um, as you see uh, as your work increase uh, throughout the country. I want to I wanna see how your organization is uh, doing its outreach and getting more people to uh, participate. And uh, hopefully we can work hand in hand. And, uh, and while you are uh, working on uh, 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 making a difference, uh, thinking of uh, the CDFI fund and how we can uh, plug in to assist, uh, assist in that effort. And I know that uh, two staff have been here uh, today at, the, at your conference. Megan Taylor and Star Wilbraham, and they've been uh, handing out information at a booth in your expo uh, ex- exhibition hall. And uh, hopefully, uh, I believe that 100 attendees have uh, given them their contact information. So we look forward to uh, uh, keeping uh, your constituency up to date uh, on a uh, day-by-day basis. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, is there any other remarks you might like to to make for our uh, listening audience besides what we've asked you so far. Given me some great questions today, and I've uh, I've commented a lot. And so um, the one question that I have for you is, uh, where do you see micro enterprise development headed in this country over the next uh, five years? Would you uh, be able to comment on that? Well, that's a good question. I think we're going to deal with that a little bit in the roundtable at lunchtime today. But I guess my my take on it is a couple of issues that we're going to see in the forefront. One is certainly scale is something that we've talked about is how can we find ways that our our field can serve more micro-entrepreneurs around the country. And one thing that we're doing now is we have a project to look at some micro-enterprise development groups who are already reaching a lot of folks. And what are they doing specifically? How are they doing that? What things can be lifted out of, of their approach? and replicated or adapted in some way in other communities around the country. So that's something that we just started in, in zero 06, and, and we're actually going to be passing some money on to some of them and see how it works, and then what are the learnings from this project. So that will be, be one. I, I think another issue here for us domestically has to do with getting the word out more about what microenterprise is. Somebody yesterday says it's one of the best-kept secrets in the United States, and we need to change that. When I was interviewing somebody for a job a, a year ago or so, I found it really interesting that a lot of the applicants, if not all of them, had heard of microenterprise, but they'd all heard of it internationally. Not one of them had heard of it domestically. And, and again, we need to get more attention in the media, just focus more on, on outreach and communication than we've, we've done. And we've hired new staff to hopefully make that, that happen. Uh, the Nobel Peace Prize going to Mohammed Yunus, who spoke here yesterday, has helped some to elevate that profile here as we were able to, to parlay that event into some stories. And I know I said this guy from Bangladesh got this award, but by the way, here in Philadelphia, here in Detroit, for, there's a couple of places we got stories. There are groups that are doing similar things, and they talked about the local groups, and we need to, to continue to push on it. That has a lot of implications for for us when it comes to resources. It, obviously, when we're talking to policymakers, to media, um, to foundations, uh, corporations, and so forth, that they've never heard of us or they're not aware that this is being done in our country, you're going to get a different response than if everybody knows what's been going on. We have great stories to tell, 
but the, the focus needs to be on communication, I think. We spend a lot of time doing the work and not enough telling our story, and, and that's, I think, the, the main thing. Thank you for having me uh, here today, and I look forward to working with you.